right? So that's sort of the... <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make that face. <laughs> I love you, Peggy. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Welcome to Cinema Science, a podcast in which we interview graduate students using pop culture references as a talking point. We'll discuss the science behind your favorite movies, games, and TV shows, and each episode will feature a new topic and guest who will answer questions from you guys, our wonderful listeners. I'm Heidi, and today I'm here with Anne. Hello. How are you doing today, Anne? Doing all right. Yeah, having a good day? Having a great day. Whoa, nice. (laughs) Best day ever. (laughs) And today we have a very special guest, Deepa Vasudevan. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. So you are a graduate student here at the University of Utah, correct? Yes. Um, I work in uh, the Dorsky Lab in the Department of Neurobiology and Anatomy. Mm. And um, I've been here since 2014. So I would say long enough. <laughs> <laughs> the end long is enough. near. That's not so bad. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the research you do with Rich? Of course. Um, so in our lab, uh, we're trying to study um, spinal cord injury, and we use uh, zebrafish as our animal model. And so the reason we use zebrafish is because unlike humans, fish can um, regenerate their spinal cords and oh. actually like recover after spinal cord injury. That's wow. cool. Right? It's pretty <laughs> crazy. So, I mean, turns out fish are not, you know, like the only animals that can do this, you know, like axolotls, salamanders. Mm. There's like a bunch of other like you know, animals who can do this. But, you know, I mean, humans really can't. And in our lab, we're trying to understand how fish are able to do this. And we're specifically studying cells in the spinal cord that um, react to the injury and then, you know, help to um, regrow the spinal cord. And so I'm specifically studying what kinds of neurons are being replaced Uh and I'm studying whether or not they're functional Uh and I'm also studying you know like if they're actually necessary or if you could just like rewire it a different way and it would still work fine that's wild that is really cool so you're like the perfect guest to talk about our movie then because we're gonna be talking about avatar and spinal cord injuries yeah have you seen avatar yes opinions Ah, I actually really liked it when I watched it. Uh, what was it? Yeah. It was a while like, ago. Yeah, two thousand nine. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. Oh, I started years college. Ago. Oh wow. Oh god. Yeah. That wow. Feels I just, like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Not to really me, yeah. does it? <laughs> two thousand nine wasn't yesterday. What? <laughs> You're so young. <laughs> I'm like Miss Old Lady over here, being like, oh. Back in the day, <laughs> it was like equal amount of time for me. As well, I know, like 2018 to 2019. 
gosh. And just to clarify, we're talking about Avatar, the movie with the blue aliens, not Avatar, the oh, last airbender movie. Yes, true. That's an which important like, we will not talk about yes. ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Never to be mentioned. Did, wait, did you see the last airbender? Yeah, I've seen the last airbender. Oh, no. The one with the bald kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen the TV movie. show. Have you seen the, the TV the movie? show? The movie. No, oh. I, I'm not sure I've seen oh. the TV show. She doesn't have anything. She doesn't realize what she it could have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. The potential. Yeah. I've, I've seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's like not bad. Yeah. That's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the James Cameron Avatar movie yes. that came out. It was like 3D, IMAX. Yeah. I feel like that was super exciting. It in was, time. yeah. Where it, yeah. Nowadays, it's like every single movie that comes out is IMAX 3D almost. Yeah. Yeah. But this one was like, it looks super cool. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was a plot to it, but it was mostly like, look how awesome yeah, basically. <laughs> CGI is. <laughs> And look how little we care about real science. Yeah, that's <laughs> that for sure. So it's been a it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been nine years as we've established since <laughs> yeah. I've seen the movie. Same. Can you give us a really quick synopsis? I mean, we can do it as a group. Yes. We'll recover our memories together. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> Let's do that together. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's like the year twenty one fifty four or something, and you know, like we've depleted like all the natural resources in the earth and that's like mm-hmm. an, an like an energy crisis um and i have no idea how we survived until 2154 because it's gonna happen in like 20 years so. <laughs> this is an optimistic <laughs> yeah movie. It, it's a very no it's 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 optimistic to the extent of being stupid but Wait, sure 2154 is 2018 yeah. like that's more than 150 right exactly okay. yeah. yeah exactly yeah. like we're not gonna be around yeah. for 150 years definitely like, not definitely not <laughs> yeah the, the earth is just you know gonna like spontaneously like combust <laughs> but in this better timeline yes, yes. These humans, in this optimistic yeah timeline yes uh uh this like department that's important for like finding resources finds that there's like this valuable mineral called unobtainium just hilarious and, right yeah. <laughs> that is not subtle at all no yeah. <laughs> and apparently it's on uh pandora which is uh, a densely forested uh moon uh that's orbiting like this um this star system oh, or like a planet a is it a planet that's a, no i think I it no was a moon. Planet. yeah and yeah. it was like i remember seeing it there were like you could see multiple like mm. planets and stuff in the horizon. Yeah, like, oh, cool. that's a good point. But yeah. yeah, huh? Apparently, but yeah. Mm. So, Pandora is you know it can't be uh, inhabited by humans, but um, because you know like it's not suitable for us. But um, there are um, you know people called the Navi uh, who live there, and they are uh, blue skinned and they're like really tall. And um, they, like, live in harmony with nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they worship a mother goddess, na- a goddess mm-hmm. named Ewa? Ewa. 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 I see Ewa. you. Uh, I, I remember I that scene. fluent in Ewa. the Ewa. I am. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't remember the movie, but no. the language is still <laughs> I am very fluent in Navi, yes. <laughs> and then, uh, so, yeah, basically, scientists decide that um, they want to create these Navi human hybrids yeah. that they call uh, avatars. Yeah. And then um, they decide to use uh, Jake Sully, who's a former Marine. Mm. And um, yeah, so they just have him 
you know, become an avatar and then they're trying to like send him down to Pandora so uh-huh. he can befriend like all the people on the planet yeah. or so, the moon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so with this avatar, it's basically like his consciousness goes from his his own body, body and then he like takes possession of this avatar creature. Is that how it works? Yeah. So according to the movie. To the movie, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. it actually works. Yeah. For <laughs> I sure. mean the one I have in my basement doesn't work that way. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just asking technical questions. <laughs> asking for a friend. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, according to the movie, they've managed to create like a a Navi human DNA like hybrid, mm. which I have no idea how they did that. But um <laughs> Anyway, so basically, you know, like when they did that, it looks like a Navi, but you can um, sort of put in like a human consciousness into the avatar. Uh And Jake, this Marine, he is chosen because it was for his twin, right? So there's like shared DNA there, but Jake's paralyzed. Yes. So that's the other thing. I remember in the trailer, the like, bad marine guy was like if you do this we'll get you some working legs yeah. which, which was ridiculous <laughs> yeah. because yeah. if you had the technology to like mm-hmm. make a human navi hybrid yes. you would have the technology to regrow neurons yeah. in humans yeah like exactly. you would 100 percent, you yeah. would not and only that if they have this technology to make navi does that mean i could like make a tiger avatar or something like that and just go hang out. Yeah, it seems in, like you like, just need some forest. of their DNA yeah. in your own DNA. But also, I wonder if this is like secretive or something, mm, like their technology probably. that they have because why is he still in a wheelchair then? That's true. Like, and a really shitty wheelchair at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, always falling apart in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you really? I don't know. Well, I just remember it looks really crappy. Like it's I guess, yeah, garbage they're like in another solar system. They yeah. could probably build a better wheel. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. But anyway, so they do that because they want um, the unobtainium, which is like on um, Pandora. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, uh, Jake tries to make friends uh, with um, the people, the Navi, and um, he ends up falling in love with uh, Neytiri. 19? Yeah, I can't remember. Like the first Avatar he meets. Like, yeah, <laughs> or sorry, not Avatar. The, the first, first Navi woman. He yeah. Meets. Yeah. yeah, the, the first, first woman. Female yes. in the, <laughs> he was like below the age of fifty. Yeah. <laughs> He's like that'll do. <laughs> I'm sure he shows you know like um, more specificity in his choice when he's picking out like cartons of milk yeah, yeah, from seriously. the grocery store. Like, I'm sure he's like, oh, I'm gonna check, you know, like for more things. But anyway, he falls in love with her. It's not super developed relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But whatever. I mean, like anyway. she's she's like fierce, you know. I like That's her. True. Oh, yeah. She's an awesome. Yeah, she's she's pretty awesome. So like I choice, really like her. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like I mean, and I kind of like the fact that you know he sort of like changes his mind about you know like infiltrating them and then. You know, like getting them to move or whatever, and he sort of becomes the good guy in the end. Yeah. Mm. So his his job was to originally convince the Navi to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So he was supposed to get them to leave so that um, these guys could, you know, like um, obtain an obtainium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So basically, uh, he ends up fighting with the Navi, and um, he you know, understands, like, their culture, and then he falls in love with Neytiri, mm-hmm. and um, he basically, like, changes his uh, allegiance, and he uh, threatens to, like, um, attack um, 
these guys. What these guys? These guys. Um, the like humans. The humans. The marines. Yes. The, the humans. I guess they're not marines. They're just. I don't think they're like future space marines. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like the one bad guy's haircut implied. He's a colonel. RDA's though. private security force is what okay. it is, apparently. Yeah. RDA. Whatever that is. Yep. Oh, the Resources Development Administration. Mm. Basically, evil government military. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he's like the main bad guy, the head of the operation security. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, pretty soon he turns against the humans. And then. Um, yeah, the ending is kind of cool. If uh, you know, yeah, spoilers. Oh, spoilers yeah. from it's nine, nine years, years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spoilers from nine years ago. <laughs> so um, Jake ends up, you know, like taking up his um, Navi avatar, and then they sort of like dump his human body under like the tree of souls. <laughs> they dump his human body. <laughs> Just throw it under there, like they're gardening or something. <laughs> they dump it very unceremoniously. <laughs> and then they're hoping that he, um, you know, will be able to just like completely switch bodies. So basically mm. his soul mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. now like transfer from his human body to like his avatar and not just his consciousness, you know, which uh-huh. was being transferred, uh-huh. you know. And so it, it works. So mm. he lives happily ever after. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he and... Neytiri live happily ever after on Pandora and um, and there's four more movies coming out about exactly <laughs> what they're going to do on Pandora. So Wow. Four yeah. movies is a lot. I know. I, I didn't know. even hear about this. Like, when are, when are those movies supposed to be, like, made or released? Or? Like, they have plans to, like, <laughs> all the way until 2022 or, or oh something, God. I think. Huh. Or, like, 20... Uh, I don't know. It's It's... It's going to be, like, here. I feel like James Cameron just somehow blew through all his Titanic money and Avatar money. He's like, (laughs) let's make four more. Exactly. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. Here it is. So, basically, the next one, it's called the Avatar, The Way of Water. And that's coming out in 2020. The Way of Water? That sounds like Mm -hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Oh, is it? Because definitely no one asked for those. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) And no one asked for these ones either. It's like... Yeah, that's literally way huh. too many things that, you know, no one's probably super interested in. That is, but yeah, it's fine. Maybe, maybe James Cameron thinks that, you know, like people will watch them. Yeah. I mean, it was like a big deal when it came out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, everyone saw it. Yeah. I remember when I saw it. It was a beautiful movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was so sure. different at that time. Yeah. And I think it was like the highest grossing movie of all time. Seriously? Oh, wow. Yeah, what? I think so. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's like a... That's like a good record, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and if you made the highest grossing movie of like all time, wouldn't you like make Just more make other movies? movies? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> money printing machine right there. But but you wouldn't do it like eleven years apart. Oh, That's yeah. my thing, That's you know. True. Like, would you really like make? Like the next one in 2020, like I, yeah. I Although they did that with Mad Max, and he waited what 20 years, and Mad Max was amazing. Oh, Fury Road. I don't think I realized that was a like follow-up to another yeah movie. it's like huh. if it's the fourth one and like the first three remain the 80s or something huh. like that so maybe i'll like the teenage kids will be like "Ooh, avatar's new yeah like, probably that it was <laughs> kids these but days. also i was just looking <laughs> apparently the avatar when it like surpassed as the highest grossing film it beat his old movie of titanic oh, so yeah. he's like number one and number, <laughs> and number two, two. <laughs> so yeah. Which held the record for 12 years. So maybe he's like, time's up to beat the record again. So uh, apparently, but <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I mean, I, I hope 
Yeah, I know. Like, but I don't really see like, I don't know. Maybe he'll manage to spin something like really good off of it. But like, I can't really see like how he's gonna spin something now because you know they mm. had like a bunch of human invaders. They managed to like fight them off. Yeah. You know, like the yeah. hero was like you know like the bad guy, but then he yeah. realizes he's the bad guy and like he becomes the good guy. <laughs> you can't only like, do that so many times. Yeah. Exactly. Already right? ticked all the boxes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's just gonna be their like domestic home life on Pandora. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like the world's most boring movie. <laughs> He's like applying for jobs. Yeah. She <laughs> becomes He's a like, tax collector. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's like annoyed that he still hasn't learned the language yet yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, they're filing their taxes. <laughs> and then he paints their house and gets a spinal cord injury. Oh, and no. then he's like, oh man, this is what happened to me in Earth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was very morbid. You should cut that out. No, no, that's, Please that, cut that out. That brings us to our point, though. Yes. Spinal cord injuries. Yes. <laughs> Which is what we were supposed to be talking about. Yeah, that's actually, true. before we started talking about Avatar, James Cameron and everything he does. Yeah, so could you tell us just a little bit more about what a spinal cord injury is and what the consequences of the injury are? Yeah, and what's a spinal cord? Yeah. Sure. Good so, <laughs> so the spinal cord is um, this highway that's really important for flow of information from the brain to the rest of your body and from the rest of your body to your brain. Oh. And um, it's basically um, made up of um, neural tissue, you know, which is basically the same things that the brain is made up of. Mm. And uh, the brain has like, you know, a skull to protect it. And the spinal cord has the spine, which is like oh, your okay. vertebral column. So, you know, if you if you like stub your toe or, you know, if you like stomp on a Lego or something, the reason you can feel it. I know it sounds painful. Right? I know it's so painful. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the only reason you can, you know, like sense it and, you know, your brain knows what to do is because of the spinal cord. Mm. And so the spinal cord is fascinating because it's um, made up of like these circuits that mm. are important for, you know, like sensory processing and they're also important for you know like motor output which uh -huh. means you know the spinal cord like connects to a lot of muscles which then uh makes you move your uh -huh. body so when you step on a lego you can like jump off of it exactly as, fast as possible yep <laughs> that is very painful <laughs> yeah and it also has you know like specific sensory like um systems for you know like not just pain, but also for like temperature and, you know, like mm. normal touch mm. and um, like how your body is like postured. You know, if you're like sitting too uncomfortably, you know, like hmm. should Call you uncross out. your legs right about now? Yeah. You know, like are you sitting straight? <laughs> <laughs> she looks at me. No, I'm not. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so then what, what is a spinal cord injury? How is that defined? Yeah, so a spinal cord injury is defined as um, a mechanical trauma to the spinal cord. So it basically happens, you know, it can be like sports associated. It can be, you know, like associated with like car accidents. It Oof. can be associated with like, you know, like I said, like pretty much any like physical injury that mm. like happens to be in the region of like the spine or the spinal cord. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be like super severe, right? For it to like crush the backbone and then, mm. you know, go through the backbone to like yeah. actually pierce the tissue that's inside. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty debilitating. Mm. So and in the movie, I was just thinking, do they specify how Jake got his... A uh, spinal cord injury. They say he was in the army, in the military, but I don't know. If, I think he was a marine, actually. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. 
No, but it's really common, actually. You know, like I mm-hmm. mean, there's plenty of people who used to work in the army and and mm-hmm. you know, like the navy, the the marines, like everywhere, who have um who have spinal cord injuries and they still live uh, with spinal cord injuries. So mm-hmm. it's definitely like a growing problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Sam in the movie, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Jake. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. The actor's name is Sam. Oh. <laughs> Are you on like Jake. a first name? I am. We My boy do, Sam. We talk every week, and he's actually our guest next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tune in. We're not talking about Avatar, though. We're talking about the sequels. Uh-huh. We're talking about Avatar and Bender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake. Jake. So he's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm-hmm. But some people can be paralyzed from the neck down, correct? Yeah, what is correct. What causes those differences in where you're paralyzed? That's a great question. So that basically depends on um, how you get injured and where your injury is, basically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if you, um, you know, hurt yourself like somewhere in the neck area, then you're going to be paralyzed like neck down. Mm-hmm. And that'll make you uh, quadriplegic, which means that you're paralyzed uh, in like all four limbs mm. so you can't move your hands or your legs wow. but mm. if you are um, paraplegic mm-hmm. which is basically just your legs mm-hmm. uh, then that would mean that your injury was probably somewhere like you know in your torso oh so. okay so spinal cord is like very organized exactly in relation to the body yeah mm. it's super organized so in the movie it sort of implies that Jake's been paralyzed at least for a little bit of time it's not like a recent injury or something he's Pretty much he's in a wheelchair, but he can move his arms around and stuff like that. But he's been paralyzed. And I was just thinking when we injure other parts of our body, like if we scrape ourselves or if we break a bone, they eventually heal themselves. So why hasn't his spinal cord healed itself yet? That's a fantastic question. So um, neurons are kind of special because... Um, neurons don't divide so Mm -hmm. you can't have a neuron that you know undergoes like cell division and then like magically like makes two neurons now so um, and that's sort of important for the brain right because um, the brain's like this really important structure where you know like the wiring needs to be like tight Mm -hmm. right so um, you can't just have you know like cells like dying and reappearing out of nowhere oh, and yeah. sort of like throws mm. things out of whack you'd forget your name <laughs> so, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> yeah so um basically um so i'd say the problem is twofold okay so the first is with the cells and the second is with the environment okay so um basically um there are cells that might be capable of um giving rise to neurons like in the spinal cord after it's injured in humans uh, but they're just not in the correct environment, which means that, you know, like the surrounding spinal cord is, you know, like so deeply injured that, you know, it just grows this scar tissue mm. and it doesn't really leave that much room for, you know, reconnecting the two ends of the spinal cord. Huh. So you mentioned at the beginning of the episode that your model organism that you use to study spinal cord injury mm-hmm. is a zebrafish. Yeah. Why is it that you study the zebrafish? They're pretty far away from humans. So zebrafish are actually not that far away from humans. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> Gotta get off our pedestal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <We're no laughs> yeah, we have you know like um, sixty to seventy percent of our genes in common with zebrafish. <gasps> what? Right. What? And it's pretty cool. So um, obviously, you know, like all life on Earth um, have commonalities. This is kind of you know like our movie where. 
you know like everyone in pandora is connected by like some neural network oh, that's right their planet is a yeah, brain yeah their planet yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> their planet is like a brain but yeah i mean it's i mean in some sense you know like it's true for the earth right because i mean we're like all evolutionarily like related to every single species on the earth yeah. uh-huh. so um yeah so fish are pretty fascinating um and even though you know like we evolved um i mean we're like pretty far evolutionarily like on the tree um fish still have like 60 to 70% of genes in common with humans and mm. uh the reason fish can actually regenerate their neurons is because there's this particular cell type called radial glia mm. which is in the spinal cord so radial glia um in um humans is sort of like this transient cell type so if you're trying to make a brain right or like any other neural tissue uh the radial glia is going to divide and differentiate and then make neurons mm. but um humans end up depleting all their radial glia once they've like made all the important like Whoa. neural structures oh, okay but fish have radial glia throughout oh. life huh and they have this um specific um you know like environment in the spinal cord that sort of allows these radial glia to make more neurons when you injure the spinal cord Oh. which we can't do. So. so it sounds like we should definitely get off our pedestal. Yeah, and yeah. Heidi, you should get back into your basement lab. <laughs> Add some radial glia to your yeah. avatars. Take a note. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, interesting. So I add the radial glia. <laughs> huh, that is interesting. And so you're looking at zebrafish spinal cord injury, presumably looking for treatments. Are Do we have treatments currently for spinal cord injuries? That's also an excellent question. So sometime in 2010, uh, the scientist called Shinya Yamanaka won the Nobel Prize because he could turn uh, any cell into literally any other cell. Whoa. So, cool. yeah, right? <laughs> so he basically, you know, like, uh made neurons from like skin cells hmm. and that's pretty fascinating right because mm-hmm. that gives you like so much potential to just like throw in you know like neurons or like neural stem cells in mm-hmm. the spinal cord yeah um of a patient and then you know like hope that they will repair the circuitry the problem with that approach is that um we don't really understand what kinds of cells are like more important for specific behaviors So for instance uh you know like walking in humans is kind of like swimming in fish and so you know in our lab we're trying to understand um specifically what kinds of neurons are being regenerated after okay. like spinal cord injury mm-hmm. and this will give us like a better idea about you know like what kinds of neurons are important for like specific circuits in humans mm. and so if we have a better idea about what neurons are important then we can like put them in specifically and see what happens but people have tried you know like putting in different cell types mm-hmm. and right now the problem again seems to be the environment like we don't really yeah. know how well these neurons survive mm-hmm. and we don't really know how well you know they're like reconnecting like mm. the different parts of the circuit okay so those things are like problems okay. that we're facing right now. So why can't you just take the radial glia from the zebrafish and put that into a human spinal cord? Mm. Uh, yeah. Still take a note. Hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's kind of the same problem, right? Like you I mean, A, like we're not really sure like 
cross species uh, cell types will like survive mm. <laughs> and b um, the environment is not even conducive for you know like neural stem cells that you get from the exact same person oh. how would you expect mm. something that you know like you take from fish to like survive in a human yeah so in you know i mean to give you an example like if your washing machine broke down mm. right could you use parts from your toaster and then fix it I don't know. It sounds like I can't, though. <laughs> like, guess that idea's off the table. <laughs> I mean, you didn't see me try that last weekend, did you? <laughs> I versus the washing machine. <laughs> I mean, if it's, you know, just like simple wires, I guess it would make yeah. sense. But like, I mean, they're um, both like rigged to do very specific things. Right. Mm-hmm. right? So right. you probably wouldn't have that much success. Mm. Hmm. Damn. And also, you can't just throw in, like, random wires, right? Because it's the same thing, too. Like, I mean, if you transplant a bunch of neurons, you know, it's like you're throwing in, like, a bunch of random stuff. And yeah. Like, what if, I mean, A, it'll probably, like, end up dying because, mm. you know, like, the environment is not super conducive. And B, um, like, you probably won't get, like, proper rewiring because, you know, like, what if it ends up short-circuiting or something That's like true. that? So. Those are all important questions that we're trying to ask. And that's yes. why basic science research is super important. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can send all donations to <laughs> Deepa. <laughs> what was your address again? <laughs> Should I get yeah, them my PayPal account? Yeah. <laughs> Venmo. Venmo, yes. <laughs> my phone number is... <laughs> just all personal Just kidding. I'm She's not gonna... married. So. <laughs> <laughs> to the one person that actually hit on me. So. <laughs> That's kind of like an avatar. <laughs> right? I agree. Yeah. That's kind of like Jake. I guess it can work out. I was all yeah. judging them, but yeah. never mind. No, it can totally work out. <laughs> we have proof of concept right here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of a, a switching of gears, I guess. But So we have Jake that can control the avatars, but we also have like the security details and they were like stomping around Pandora in these giant exoskeleton suits, which were crazy. They're like super big and it made them like really strong and I don't know, they're just running around and um, I thought it looked <laughs> yeah, what cool. Yeah, they using them for? Yeah, <laughs> presumably it was like for military purposes, but I think they're called exoskeleton amp suits, but basically... There are these people controlling machines. So can we do that now? Is that like way in the future? Is that something we can already have technology for? That's interesting because we actually already do have the technology for that. Mm. Um, if anyone remembers, I think Barack Obama like had a press conference. Oh yeah, like when he was president, where he was like, basically, we're trying to build Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, I I think, you know, there are, like, some um, military, like, organizations around the world that Mm. probably, like, have the technology for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, we also have, you know, like, prosthetic arms and limbs that can, um, you know, respond to, like, specific signals from your brain. Mm -hmm. So um, that's definitely something that, you know, will, like, Mm. help people, especially with, like, spinal cord injuries, right? Because you can get prosthetic, like, um, limbs that you can, like, um, detach or like mm. attach and uh, it can still listen to signals com- coming from your own brain mm-hmm. so oh, wow. yeah. yeah so instead of jake controlling a navi with his brain he could control like his own legs with yeah his brain. or like an exos some sort of like exoskeleton oh yeah with his legs. for sure yeah be super huh. cool. 
So up to now, we've been talking about, you know, cells dying in the spinal cord, mm-hmm. and we're talking about replacing those cells. Um, but it sounds like with these exoskeletons, there's some sort of possibility that we can just circumvent that area that's injured. Is that correct? Do I understand yeah, that correctly? Yeah, exactly. Right? So that's sort of the... <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting, right? Because if you want to use your own arms and limbs, mm-hmm. or arms and legs... Uh, then, you know, you have to like figure out a way to like fix your own spinal cord. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to use, you know, like something else, then all you need to do is figure out a way to like um, give it a particular signal and it doesn't oh. have to actually like go through your broken spinal cord. I see. Right. So that way you can sort of, you know, like have prosthetics and, oh. you know, like and we have made enough progress in robotics hmm. these days yeah. to actually make those things possible. So that's cool. So yeah. it sounds like I should stop making my avatar and start making an exoskeleton in my basement yep. instead. Mm. That would yeah. be cool also. Or just, <laughs> just build oh. both. Yeah. yeah. Might as well. I know as a grad student, you just have so much free time. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, thanks for recruit machines. you, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> you can that's why I was taking apart the washing machine <laughs> for parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make an exoskeleton out of a washing machine. I am a washing machine now. (laughs) That would be terrifying and amazing. (laughs) We have a Twitter question here Mm -hmm. from Vincent. um, Hi, Vincent. Yeah, hey. Who is at Varklin on Twitter. Um, He's been been a really big supporter of the show. I think he's one of the first people to listen to our episodes. So really good friend of the show. He asks good questions. Yeah. Yeah, he always asks us really good questions. Um, so he says, regenerative medicine has always been a curiosity of mine. Does it look like spinal repair is within sight of our technological advances? That's a fantastic question, Vincent. Thank you for being a supporter of the podcast. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it definitely looks like um, spinal cord repair uh, is within sight. Uh, and the reason I think so is because, um, like I said, you know, now we're starting to understand um, exactly the differences between you know, like this animal that can regenerate its spinal cord Mm. and, you know, like why we as humans cannot. And so, you know, now we've sort of narrowed it down to, you know, like us not having like the cells and the environment and, you know, a couple of other factors. And so in the future, uh, there are like several labs that are studying, um, you know, like what cells are important and we're also trying to study like what factors are important, Mm. you know. So uh, we're trying to ask if, you know, you put in a cell with like a particular factor in it. Um, will it be able to then reconnect to the mm. spinal cord? Will it then be able to um, rewire it in a way that, you know, it can be functional? Uh, we still really have no idea how complicated it would be. And it, would, it might be different from person to person because mm-hmm. the extent of the injury is different from person to person. Mm-hmm. And so is the cells that ended up like dying you know that's also different from person to person so yeah but in the future we're definitely hoping to like we're studying model organisms like the zebrafish in the hope of trying to identify specific factors Mm -hmm. and um specific signals um uh to regenerate neurons uh in the human spinal cord Mm -hmm. that's definitely encouraging then Mm -hmm. Good news on the research oh. front. <laughs> so I guess we have one final, very scientific, very serious question that we found from Yahoo, which is, are we just human avatars on this earth? Oh, <laughs> wow. Ooh. I don't know what that means exactly. I think, I mean, I'm not, I can't claim to speak for the person who asked this question, <laughs> but 
the way I understand it, I think they're asking, you know, like if our consciousness is sort of, you know, being projected onto like our human bodies mm. as we oh. inhabit the earth. Okay, that. that's and deeper that's, than what I thought it was. Oh, what did you think it was? I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard this theory about ghosts that the reason why ghosts exist is because, you know, throughout our lives, that ghost is really just what's inside of our body and controlling our body. And then when oh. our body dies, that ghost can continue on. Does is the, that too much? Ghost does science? the ghost then go to other bodies? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What or is it just ghost doing afterwards. ghost things after that? I think they just go make jokes on other ghosts. Oh. And forget that they're ghosts. Just go back. Yeah. So how? Or just so, go haunt their friends. I was going to say, if that. ghosts are yeah. scaring humans, yeah. then they're really just scaring ghost avatars. I guess. Yeah. As humans. It sounds like. <laughs> Or we're, Heidi, you were talking about as an expert on ghosts now. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about a lady who married a ghost. Oh, that's right. That so there's right? a lady. Yeah, we were talking about this, right? Deep. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Deep yeah, says yeah. a ghost. She's oh, a ghost I'm expert. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not a ghost I'm, expert. I misspoke. Someone <laughs> told me about a lady who married a ghost. Yes, <laughs> that was me because I actually saw it on. Um, on Stephen Colbert's show. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, because he did, like, this piece about, you know, like, um, this lady who recently, like, married a ghost. And mm. uh, she was, like, a guest on, like, some British TV show, I think. Yeah. And then um, she was, like, talking about, you know, like, her first, like, sexual encounter with a ghost. Yeah. It was so creepy, man. <laughs> I, was just, I was just sitting there the whole time being, like, she's not serious, is she? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and her, like, symptoms for, you know, like, knowing that ghosts were around you know just like oh like i shake and you know like or something oh, like that and i was like yeah i was huh. just like i yeah anyway so it's like a ghost avatar that's become self-aware yeah maybe maybe that's what happens when we leave yeah. our human avatar bodies we realize that we're a ghost that they're being controlled by ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is too many layers. This is me. way too many layers. <laughs> but that's I'll never become a self-aware avatar, <laughs> I don't think. It's too but complicated. Right? It is. But that's so interesting, right? Because, like, we barely understand, you know, like, the mind-brain distinction. Yeah. Right? We're like, I mean, where does the brain stop and the mind begin? That's a good hmm. point. And where does, I mean, how do you separate, like, a body from a soul? Yeah. You know, and, like, is... Is the mind the same as the soul? Yeah. You know, or is like the soul like a different part of your body and yeah. the mind's a different part of like, I mean, is the soul even a part of your body? Yeah. We don't know. It's There's so, so complicated. Many we don't know <laughs> yeah, people. Exactly. Like, we don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything. <laughs> but that'd be an interesting concept because like in Avatar, when Jake, not Sam, Sam's all right. He's out there somewhere. Jake, <laughs> when he's dying, like they set him up next to the tree and mm -hmm. put him next to his avatar. And then they basically like transfer his consciousness to yeah. the avatar permanently. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. Is it his consciousness? Is, I think it's oh. his soul, right? Oh. Because it's called the tree of souls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when they like put him down there, like, you know, I mean. Yeah. Ideally, like, we've never seen souls being transferred. I mean, Hindus believe in, like, rebirth and the souls being right. born, like, over and over again. Uh -huh. But, you know, like, we don't really know what happens to a soul when yeah. it leaves a body. Uh -huh. So, like, what happens, like, inside the tree? Like, how is it transferring, you know, like, Jake's soul into, yeah. like, his 
It's almost like sold. it's acting like a computer and transferring code from like one right? computer to the other one, like but one hard drive to the other hard drive. Yeah, or something. but can you do that with a soul? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, the yeah. tree of souls can. But also, I mean, this is James Cameron's like story. That's true. <laughs> so I guess we can't really draw like yeah philosophical conclusions. Yeah, James Cameron tweet at us. Tell us James what's going Cameron's on. idea. But also, like, didn't he steal it from Fern Gully? Yeah, he did. Fern Gully. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen Fern Gully, the movie, but I remember when it came out, everyone was like, he just stole the concept. Yeah, it's a concept that's been used a lot. Okay. Like, so. Dancing with Wolves, Pocahontas, Fern Gully. There are more somewhere. So if you can make an avatar mm-hmm. for any species that exists on Earth, Ooh. what would you choose and why? That's a good what question. What would you do with that avatar? Yeah. That's a good question. Hmm. Mm. Elephants. Oh. oh, I love elephants. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, I know. They're so adorable. They're so and they're smart. Aren't I they? know. Yeah. They're they're ridiculously intelligent animals. Yeah. Oh, you I know, love little baby elephants. Oh, yeah, so I know. <laughs> Me too. I love baby elephants. So I I'm very curious about how intelligent you know they are because mm-hmm. um they like seem to be able to feel pain. Yeah. They seem to remember things. Uh huh. Like, long term yeah you know they seem to like have really specialized brains so i would yeah. really like to understand aren't there some studies or like some observation of like elephants doing something that's kind of similar to mourning their dead mm-hmm. yeah. exactly yeah. yeah yeah like no one's really shown that in you know like too many other species before but yeah, yeah. elephants definitely like do that they like mourn their dead and um uh, it's also really common for them to you know like um seek revenge so wow. for instance yeah i mean revenge it's, it's weird right there's <laughs> deep though <laughs> she's like <laughs> no but i mean there have been studies that i think have shown that you know like especially when there's like increases in you know in like poaching or you know mm. like or if like a group of elephants have like died due to like human activity or whatever yeah. you know how like elephants can go mad uh-huh. like and uh you would probably associate that with you know like um some sort of like hysteric rage issues so it's possible that you know like um they have grief or mourning or loss oh or just anger that yeah. can like translate into like destructive like rage wow it's hmm. very possible wow but i would love to understand like how and yeah. why but there's been like i think a lot of evidence that you know like mostly when when elephants attack mm-hmm. you know it's because you know like there's been an attack on like their group or you I know see. their huh. That would be a good one to make an avatar out I of. think. Yeah. Please double check this before you like hang me out to dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's already out there. It's too late. Yeah. And actually on Reddit, there's a whole subreddit called Baby Elephant Gifts. Oh, which whenever I'm like stressed out, I'm like, I'm going to yeah. go watch some baby elephants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and did it's you so also cute. know? They're so cute. Did you know baby elephants are prone to tantrums? Oh, <laughs> yes. I like temper tantrums. You oh. know, like, and I've even like seen videos, you know, where like That's elephants so just like throwing tantrums. <laughs> And then the mom's just like ignoring, yeah. you know, like the baby. This little jerk again. Yeah, exactly. The mom's just like, ugh, like, Come on. pull yourself together. <laughs> I love, also, I love like videos of animals where it's like a mom being like just over some little baby yeah yep. behavior like it's just so relatable <laughs> yeah <laughs> the mom being like come on <laughs> oh see we're not all that different you yeah, guys that's yeah. cute what about you Anne? i think golden i think it would be cool i you know i love my golden retrievers <laughs> they're just so happy all the time they, they got like the perfect life people just play <laughs> with them 
But I think I was going to actually say some sort of like bird, like a oh, hawk or that's something. that's what I was going to say. Damn oh, it. no, I'm sorry. Okay, go we ahead. can be avatar friends. Go for it. Yes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a hawk or something that can fly really yeah. quickly because then you can like explore. Yeah. And I thought that would be cool. That'd so, be really Some sort badass. of thing that could fly, basically. Yeah, your transportation would be so good. Yeah, I'd never <laughs> have to take the bus again. Yeah, oh <laughs> most important. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah. I have to change my answer. Well, I'm sorry I stole It's yours. fine. We're I'll be counting be on me saying a dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Full of surprises. Wow, deep <laughs> I just make up to the It's mic. fine. It's fine. Okay, then I'm going to choose, like, the opposite end of the spectrum and go into the water. But what uh, water creature? Yeah. Whales. whales. Ooh, cool. whale. A gigantic whale. An Big old whale. Or- an orca would be good, yeah. Yeah, just go explore the ocean. There's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And there aren't very many threats to orcas except for humans, right? Yeah, I, they're, like, I think anything the food chain, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you can just dominate the ocean. Go uh, hang out for a little bit. Nice. Yeah. I like that. No, it would be great to be an orca because then, um, you know, we know so little about the ocean. So I can swim around and explore and then come back with my, like, and accept my Nobel Prize for knowing everything about the ocean. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many crazy animals down I there, know. too. Well, thank you for joining us today, Deep, though. We had yeah, a lot thanks. of fun talking to you. Oh, I had so much fun, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so if people want to get in contact with you, do you have um, a Twitter handle or Instagram? I- do um i actually also have an instagram but i don't really use it okay. that much so yeah. i think twitter is like the best way to contact me okay. you can even ask me questions on twitter yeah so my twitter handle is at um deepta vasu so that's d-e-e-p-t-h-a-v-a-s-u if you'd like to learn more about our guests research or the topics that were covered in today's episode check out our website at cinemasciencepodcast.com you can find us collectively on Twitter at CinemaSciCast, and you can find Heidi at PandaBumHa. Anne doesn't have a Twitter, but her dog Hubble sure does. You can find him at Hubble Gibson. Our intro and outro music was composed by Kagan Breitenbach. You can find more information about him at our website, but also check out his personal website at KaganBreitenbach.com. The first season of Cinema Science was graciously funded by the University of Utah's Neuroscience Initiative. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Bye! Bye.